I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to this episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, purple belt, one stripe. Phil Kors, A3, purple belt, one stripe. You're not A3. Yeah, April Fool's, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Philly. Yeah, there's no other Good time one. for it. <laughs> uh, uh, getting right into it, Gordon Ryan update. Yeah, this was an news? intense match. Shocker. No, that wasn't, I mean, yeah, oh. we knew how that was going to come out with Jacob Couch. I mean, and it was Friday. It wasn't Saturday. That's what I said. No, it wasn't. No, you can't. There's no Roll way to prove it. Roll the tape. Yeah, there's no way to prove it. <laughs> there is a way to prove it. Uh, um, yeah, that was, that was no shocker at all. And he put a note on the actual table, uh, you know, like he did with the last match where they, he, predicted what he was going to do as far as submission and how it was going to end. Um, he put another note on the table. Do you know what that note said? No. It trash talked Andre Galval. Didn't say anything about a submission. Oh yeah. And, uh, that's probably a good idea. Cause everybody wanted to see it or people would want to see what the note said. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, of course. And, and you know, so it was pretty funny about the interview afterwards and saying, you know, one of two things that was going to happen, which was Galval's not going to show up for the match. He's going to have an injury, mm -hmm. air quotes, or, or um, he's going to get beat handily and then thank God afterwards. Yeah. I don't think that would be a match. No, it's not a good. Did you see, by the way, did you see Galval's match in one championship? They did a jujitsu no, match. I, I did see that it was happening at one point or another, mm -hmm. but I didn't see the match. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't super impressive. Um did he win? He won decision, yes. Again, on his streak of no submissions. Um you're, but, not, you're not a fan of his? No. No, I'm not. I don't think I've ever seen any matches of his other than that like clip of him like spinning around the guy a couple times. Mm-hmm. That's like I don't think I've ever watched any of his matches. Yeah. Yeah. So has um, he been active though, really? I mean, that's that was. I mean, I'd consider was that he at the last ADCC. No, right? Yeah, he had the super match with a uh, super fight with uh, Felipe Pena. Beat Felipe Pena oh. by decision for a takedown, I believe. I think that's what decided it. Okay, I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, that was that was the last super match with Felipe Pena. Okay, which is, by the way, the only person that has beaten Gordon Ryan mm -hmm. uh, since times? he was black. No, one time. The only person who's beaten Gordon Ryan at black belt, Felipe oh. Pena. So, and that's when he first got his black belt. But, um, and won't take a rematch. But anyway, um, the, the, he's going to be at ADCC, isn't he? Felipe Pena? I don't know. I have no idea. 
No idea. But uh, the the big news now is that Gordon Ryan ch- is trying to get on who's number one um, because, you know, Tim Spriggs is number one in the WNO flow grappling thing because he won the tournament. Yeah, I saw that match, yeah. Um, and he's trying to get a match with the four top WNO people the same night. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Cause you don't, you, you always see him work and work on different stuff that he's trying to show for his, you know, obviously for his upcoming instructionals. Right. Right. But I think that you're going to, if that match happens, I think you're going to see Gordon Ryan and a dominance that he, because arguably he can submit most of the people early on. Yeah. You'd have the advantage though. Cause they will be warmed up. They're going to be oh, coming Jesus in cold. Christ. Are you it's kidding easier, me? It's Phil? easier to win four matches than just one. That is the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard in my life. I don't think so. I think it's a good one. You know, when you get warmed up and you're, and you're get you closer know. to the mic, you're, the people aren't going to be able to hear. Oh, you. they can hear me. I'm screaming. When you get warmed up like 20 minutes in, that's when you're like feeling good. That's absolutely ridiculous. Or brilliant. <sighs> Not brilliant. Hot take. <laughs> um, so I think that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I don't think the other people do it again. Uh, well, well, he just posted on Instagram. Uh, I guess he was out in Las Vegas and he had his uh, really fast T-Rex Dodge truck that's a Hemi. And it said, um, the caption was, when Flo brings the contracts to the top heavyweights to uh, to have matches with Gordon Ryan in the same night. And it shows him going like 100 miles an hour down the road away. <laughs> I mean, I see what he's doing and I understand it, but like the other people can't take that match because then it just makes them look bad. So what? It puts them in a no one situation because then if they won, oh, he was tired because he, he had two matches before or whatever. You know what I mean? He's not going to lose any of them. Probably not. But like when it gets put that way, that's how other people are going to take that most likely. They're going to be like, oh, well, if I win, they're just going to say he was tired. Yeah, but it's the same problem, right? Is that the, they... <sighs> If they want to be the best in the world, I mean, it's old Ric Flair. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Right, but it's not like a neutral. That's why I said uh, Jacob had no lose, right? Because like he had an opportunity to beat him, but nobody really expected him to win. And if you exhaust Gordon and then you beat him, there's that excuse, you know, um, that you didn't. Gordon really Ryan's not going to make any excuses. We don't know that. I mean, his we do know that his personality, like his ego, like he's got the Conor McGregor ego thing. Like Conor McGregor makes an excuse every time he loses, but that's what he does. He just says outlandish. He made things. no excuses whenever he lost to Felipe Pena. That was a long time ago. Okay. His whole persona, uh, personality. We know what he does on social media is fake. Yeah. So like, yeah. he may understand he actually lost a match for whatever reason, but. It'll it'll get twisted because he has to because that's how he makes money. So the other people wouldn't be wise. Well, I would it love can't to come see from, it. It can't. I agree. It, it can't come from Gordon though. Somebody else needs to organize that so that it doesn't seem as though like he has the cop out. Like so, it, then what's the solution? I don't know. Just wait a little bit, and somebody better will come along. They always do. That's 
terrible. That's a terrible idea. What do you mean? Wait for the Rotolos to get on steroids. <laughs> no, I mean, some, somebody's going to come along and be well, better I mean, than that's them. The, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, if you look at, I mean, there's a whole crop of, you know, Cola Bate, who's now a purple belt, was a blue belt whenever he won WNO in his weight class. You look at the Rotolo brothers, right? They're both phenomenal. Um, but I don't feel like you're just, I mean, I, I would say the last person who came up who would be challenging, and I don't think he is, it would be Nicky Rod, right? Is is whenever he was a blue belt, he came up, he was the new heavyweight, mm-hmm. you know, and he was what he got. What did he get third at ADCC two years ago? Whenever he was a blue belt, um, yeah, he did well. I don't remember, but he did really well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Somebody's gonna come along and be better than him soon. It's just how it works. That's you're you're wrong, Phil. Okay. Listen, let's mark this episode down because it's the April Fool's episode. It's true. Um, like what sport is like somebody the best at forever? I'm not saying forever. Well, Tom Brady. True. That was a great counter argument <laughs> out of you. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> all right. Well, you're right. <laughs> that was all it took. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If you use Tom against me, like I just have to, I have to accept it. <laughs> you have to agree with it. Um, yeah. I don't know, but everybody's in a bad spot because of his personality. I mean, his personality makes him money, but he's not like he can't get the matches because everybody's going to look like an idiot if they lose. Why? Why are they going to look like an idiot? It's just he's better than them. Yeah, it's too much uh, ego with everybody, probably. Like everybody thinks they're very good and they don't want to lose. Yeah. And losing hurts them a lot, probably, because they make all their money. On instructionals, they're trying to yeah. get their next instructional out. Yeah, mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's hard. And like, what are you going to be like, WNO champion? I mean, it's a cool event. Yeah. Who, ca- who cares? You know what I mean? That's not like a Super Bowl. You're not. There's no like, like ADCC is kind of like the closest thing you have to like the a, Olympics of some sort of grappling. Olympic or like yeah. franchise league sort mm-hmm. of situation. So all these other events are awesome. I like watching them when I do, mm-hmm. but like if you didn't say Tim Spriggs won the last WNO and I watched it, mm-hmm. I, I didn't remember. I wouldn't have been able to think of his name. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. who won the last WNO and I would have sat here and been totally blanked. Even for right. how much I kind of follow jujitsu is more than your average person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they just have a lot to lose and not much to gain, and especially because he tries to make it so so personal. But that they have a huge amount it. to gain if they win. Are you kidding me? The upside to that win, yeah, that's a huge thing. I guess what I mean is they're not going to win. I know. That's see. The, I'm glad you finally. There's nobody. Came there's nobody around. currently who's going to win. Even if you line up, and what I mean by if you line up four people one night, he has a built-in excuse already, and he's going to use it. Okay, well. I know you love him, and you'll say he won't, but he will. He won't. But I don't we're, think he'll we're not going to have to worry about that for you. I don't think he'll need to use right. it. I think he would win four matches because yes. he would just be getting warmed up, you know, and then you feel good. So oh, he has the advantage. There, you go. there so it is again. I don't think he would lose. Argument. But if he does lose, he's going to be like, yeah, well, you know, after three people, the fourth person, you know, warmed me down after an hour and a half. Okay. 
All right. Well, people are probably bored with our Gordon Ryan update because it took us 11 minutes on that Gordon Ryan update. And Ugh, start over. <laughs> <laughs> we can do 14. Um, so you brought up a good point there, and that transitions us into the next topic that I want to talk about, and that is um, is challenges when you're new blue belt right we have a lot of new blue belts in the academy now and um and challenges and when when do most people quit jujitsu white belt correct when do the second most people quit jujitsu blue belt when do the third most people quit jujitsu black belt purple belt it's not true it's true the numbers huh it's true it's it there was on uh what was it? The high percentage, um, high percentage BJJ. It showed the breakdown of it. How does he know that? Um, I'm, I'm guessing there's metrics out there somehow. I don't, I don't, I don't claim to know the science behind yeah. the, I would like to know who's keeping track of like one. Well, I mean, coming. that's their job. High percentage BJJ is they keep, yeah, but where are they getting the information? Match? From? I don't know. I don't look it up on the website. I don't know. I don't have. Like, are they looking at like membership statuses I, I at places? I I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe they're just guessing, and it was a percentage, numbers. and they just guessed at all. Yeah. You know, ninety five percent of all uh, stats are made up on the. Yeah. They're good. The spot. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that I just made that one up. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, challenge specifically, I, I had one of the newer blue belts talk to me about it. You know. And th- we've talked about this before, but I think it's worth um, talking about again. And that is that um, they use certain people as a, a measuring stick, right? Yes, of course. You have to. Okay. There is no other measuring stick. Nothing else makes sense. Okay. I. You could also say that comparison is the thief of joy as well. And that was a Roosevelt quote, I do believe. But... Um, yeah, that No, can, I've I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, there's no joy in jujitsu. There's just misery and motivation. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true at all. But but yes, yes, you can and, and people do, you know, I do for sure use use certain things as a measuring stick. But I'm I'm saying take different metrics on that measuring stick and in that get yourself in bad positions. What? It, with what? With those people who are the toughest for you. Because you if somebody's better than you, you're going to get in bad positions anyway, right? And you're going to work those positions. Mhm. But if they're right there on that same level, get you know, don't put up a huge fight passing the guard. With or getting your guard passed. Let let them go, and it's might you might find different things in your own game. I, I think about I think about about the folks that we've been with a long time, and and that you know are obviously on on around the same level, and it, one specifically that that the the role wasn't as fun because it was only one position and you were locked up. And then whenever with that person, whenever, whenever I started employing that, which was probably around the, the first or second stripe on my blue belt, I just said, 
well, screw it. I'm, I, I can have an effect on not allowing just a single position by simply not putting up that much of a fight whenever they pass. Right. And then I'm in different positions and I see different opportunities for improvement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I thought you were going to talk about one thing and you're just over here on this other conversation that I didn't see you going in. Um, what what, what does that thing? have to do with being a new blue belt? The, the, you got, it's got, we got to talk about this and we bring it all around to that, right? That's where I'm really confused because I thought we were going to go into like the new blue belt frustrations. This seems like it applies to everybody. That's, it, that's why I was really confused on where you were going at first. It, I understand what you're saying. I agree with you. It, it does for sure it's apply. Just, I wasn't connecting. To everybody. But that, that to learn that sooner rather than later in that blue belt is going to be beneficial for your training. Okay. Yeah. And do it at white belt too. You're not going to do it at white belt. You're just trying to survive at white belt. I mean, what's the difference between a white belt and blue belt? Well, we've talked about that last episode. Yeah, it's just not much. So right. white belts do the same thing. Yeah, don't okay. get stuck in a position. Move around. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. I'm just mind blown that that's where this went. I like this one, though. Um, okay. Yeah. And I guess I also disagree with you. Because... You always do. Yeah. Those are the people that I don't like to just give up the position to. Because those are the ones I'm... Well, you give up position to me all the time. We're not around the same level. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. You're a one-stripe purple belt, and I'm a one-stripe purple belt, Phil. Yeah. With same like level. 14 years of wrestling experience. And what do you do in wrestling? You control somebody on the floor. So, like, That's true. we're not really on the same level. Mm. I don't know. It's getting closer and closer all the time. Yeah, sure. But they're, they're, we're not. So... We do play differently. So like Oleg and I are super close, right? Because mm-hmm. we started on the same day. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know. Did we're, you guys start on the same day? Yeah, same exact day. That's crazy. It's really funny, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, okay. I don't know how many of those are out there. That like is so funny. started the same day for like four and a half, five years. Like, and then train. We have trained about probably pretty much the same exact amount too. Because he trains all the time. Wow. Um, I didn't realize that. That's yeah, great. So like. We are, he's constantly like in the passing position of my guard and he's really good at it. Uh-huh. Um, but like to me, that's like a perfect person to work on it. Yeah. Like that, that, cause that's an important, um, aspect for me. Yeah. So I like being in that position with the person who's about my skill level and working on it. Mm-hmm. So you would never, you I'm know, not saying never, but. I think there's a lot of a lot of benefit in working hard versus a person who's making you work really hard. Yeah, but do you think there's more benefit in working hard to maintain one position than there is in getting in multiple positions and letting them make you work hard in those positions? Um say that again. I don't think I can. Yeah. So my is point there is, more benefit they're different benefits and you're going to still work on that other position if you give up the position okay willingly or not now i feel like you're just being argumentative and that shirt is really distracting me this is my lucky shirt (laughs) phil's shirt for the audience is a 
a chicken with a cat on its back riding it. Yeah, we like chickens and cats. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, so you're saying that you, you never just say, ah, okay, let's, I'm just going to work. I guess I'm still taking this from the frame where you started because you said new blue belts. So in my head, I feel like you're talking to a specific group of people who are. So now we're going to bring it all the way around, right? Because there's benefit in all of it. There always is. 180, Mm -hmm. right? Is that. Right back where we started. Right where we start. That's 360. I know. Is that. A, you're going to get better at defending because you're you haven't defended it against someone who's of that same um, skill level. It says who? You haven't you defending against people who are better than you all the time. That's why you're put in those bad spots. Yeah, but that same skill level again. This is to this is to show you that. What's more valuable then? All right. right. Well, then we'll word it this way. Okay. If you had to choose, mm-hmm. would you rather be like an A A plus ability to never have your guard passed, or an A plus ability to not get submitted from side control? Mm, I w- well it, against somebody your same level. Okay, so I would say th- that I would rephrase that question, but first I'll answer the question that you said. I would much rather have the a plus not getting your guard passed because it's just a single position is that side control from all positions side control mount back mm-hmm. i would say the defense is more important so and here's to me what seems like an easy counter argument okay. if they can never get past your guard then you're never in those other spots yeah but there's always going to be someone that can get past your guard not if you have a plus guard pass retention i don't against people your same skill level. So maybe you should be working on it instead of your back defense. Oh, no. I mean, I, you know, I don't really have A-plus anything, so. Well, nobody does, C plus. Right? But C-plus. That, well, that's my that's my <laughs> argument against your hypothetical, against people your same skill level. Like, you're doing a late defense, right? Uh-huh. Which is, you love late defenses. I do. You always have. I, do. I, I don't but, know why. <laughs> but if you can avoid the problem entirely... Like you're starting neutral, right? And uh-huh. I'm taking this from the small person's perspective. No, Typically, you know, we start on the ground, not doing a takedown necessarily. I'm going to be more times than not in more of a seated position and the bigger person's default is push me over. So my default is a guard. And if you can't pass my guard, even if I'm working super hard and we're about the same skill level, I'm more than surviving. Like I'm, I'm neutral-ish surviving. If they do get passed and they're about my same skill level, then I'm in a lot of trouble and I might be able to survive, but I'm not neutral. I'm losing big time mm-hmm. and it sucks. So that's why I'm arguing that those same skill people, you should be trying not to let pass your guard in the first place. Okay. People on the same skill level have a harder about, time submitting about, you because submissions I, are harder to finish. Today. I agree and I disagree with that. And I agree in Born the fact- take. No, I agree in the fact that if you're doing pass sweep or submit, yes, that's the time to that's the time to not allow your guard to be passed. If you're rolling, you're not having fun and you're not getting in more positions and it's going to be boring. 
if you do that. Okay, so somebody by your same skill level puts you in side control. Uh-huh. What other positions are you going into? Well, I'm going to do several things. If I want, if I want to defend the back, I'm going to turtle. If I want to defend the mount, I'm going to put my leg down so they can mount. Okay. Right, because they're always going to look to better their position. Sure. And then you can then then I can work a specific escape that I'm working on. Turtling, because that's what it. That's no what it back like escape. So you're so that this is they have to be the same skill level. So when they're the same skill level as you, like in theory. You can't just do these other things, right? Like you could give them the mount, but then you're just stuck in the mount. You can no, give them not. your back, but then you're just stuck on your back. Well, then they're not your same skill level. You're better than them because that's how I find it works. If somebody's about the same okay, level of so skill than me, by I'm, your, back, by I'm your, in a lot of trouble. By your postulation there, what you're saying is that uh, if you get my back because I'm better than you, that you you're that I'm going to escape every time. That's not true. The majority of times. That's not true. That's not true. If you get my back, you most likely are going to choke me out. That's not true. You'll never go for an arm bar, but you'll most likely choke me out. I kicked Nick right in the face going for an arm bar yesterday. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just tap right in the back of the face. Yeah. Um, Did it work? (laughs) Was he dazed? Yeah, he was confused. He was confused. He wasn't sure where we were. I like Um, it. (laughs) You're going to escape most times, and we're not the same skill level. It's not true. It's not true. This is not a comparison. You're back at. I'm not comparing. I'm. I'm, You did. You said. You said if I'm on your back, I'm not who you're talking about. I'm talking about 200 pound purple belts. If you let 200 pound purple belts mount you, you more than likely are stuck there and dealing with that position. Yeah, good. I'm not stuck there long. They either submit me or I get out. Then what are we talking about? Like, I mean, making things you fun, get put, getting more positions. That that's what we're talking about. My point is, my experience. I get your been, point. Like, Phil. if I'm in the bottom of side control against somebody who's around my same skill level, it's hard to escape because they know what I'm doing. Because we're around the same skill level. I don't buy that. If I'm more experienced than the other person and I can escape, not necessarily like at will, but like without much to worry about, then yeah, maybe I can like play with timings and try to escape off the mount or whatever. But that doesn't happen. Like, so if it's Oleg is my example, because we started on the same day Mm -hmm. when he's in the mount or the side control and he wants to hold those and like Mm -hmm. work on a submission... I don't just get out. It's really hard. And it takes a long time if it does. My, okay. point, my point is, or what I'm saying is because we're the same skill level and we've put about the same amount of time in, in all of those positions that I understand what you're saying, but that's not who you do that with. Or that's not how it works. I don't think. I think you just, I think you just killed your whole argument in that last statement. And that is that, 
yeah, whenever they get there, you're working out of a different position rather than guard passing. I think there's benefit in working out of that different position. And yes, sometimes you get out of that position. Sometimes you get out of the mount. Sometimes you don't. But I think there's benefit in not spending the entire time not allowing your guard to be passed. What? That's you just you just you just defeated your own argument with your statement. All you're saying is that you would rather be on the bottom of side control then than working on your guard. I'm not saying that at all. I I'll I work on my guard with people who are better than me that I know that can pass at will and see where the deficits are. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean that's that's who I want to really work on my guard with because they're likely going to get around it or they're not. And that I, that's good. You know, don't let people pass your guard. Okay. Phil, that's a terrible idea. And it goes into ego. That's what it falls into. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It is because you're, you're, you're sacrificing that for your ego because and, and not allowing you to get better in other spots. The counter to that would be when I let people pass and I'm like, oh, yeah, I let them pass because they were going to pass anyway. That's ego. That I've done that where I'm like kind of half-assing something because like they're going to pass it. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll just let them pass. Like well, I quote unquote again, let them pass. Again, you're right? that's I don't I don't think that that's ego either because then you're going to the positions that you're not comfortable in and you're you want to get better at. What position are you not comfortable Quicker. on? Half know. guard? If. Half guard <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's not me. Open guard. That's, that's My point you. is that it's more important, like... I know that there's a time and a place to fight, and I believe that time and place to fight for that for that is in positional training. That's why we do positional training. I believe in rolling, if you're rolling to get better, that... Forget it, man. Get in as many positions as you can. And listen, it's illustrated. Then you're good at nothing. That's not at all true. It's illustrated perfectly in, um, you know, in the roles I have with people who are way better than me that allow me to work. And then we, we're, we're constantly in different positions and you figure out different things whenever you make those quick transitions between positions. And I'm not, I mean, they're much better than me. And, and we, we get in situations where it's, we're not holding any positions for any amount of time. We're basically working, working. And, and what I say, I'm letting them work too, is that I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit on top and just because I get there and hold that position. Mm -hmm. where I probably could mm -hmm. in many situations, but I'd rather, I'd rather get in many different positions and see and make those connections of timing because you, that's where whenever you're playing jujitsu, when you play jujitsu, that that's where you figure out that timing stuff. That's where you figure out, Oh, shoot. You know, I need to wait whenever they're doing when I'm doing the UPA, I need to wait until their weight shifts from the cross choke to one, from one side to another, you know, mm -hmm. that's just a, a small example, but it's everything. And that's why it's so important. Yeah. You're just telling them the flow roll. 
Listen, I'm not calling it flow rolling because you don't believe in flow rolling. I do, to an extent. No, you don't. To an extent. You do not. Yes, I do. How? What's the extent? I do it with people who are newer than me. Why? They don't know the positions. Because that's how I um, lightly drill sequences. And that's what the people who are better than me are doing. Mm-hmm. Great. Good idea. Yeah. But I enjoy it too. Okay. I like to think that my training partners also enjoy it. Enjoy what? Rolling. Not whenever you stay in one position the whole time. I don't stay in one position the whole time. Okay. Let's bring this back around to where it started. Did you argue? Are you trying to say that I'm saying when I say don't let them pass your guard, uh-huh. that I'm saying sit in a guard and do nothing? Because I'm not. I think you should get on top. Yeah. Which is a different position. Yeah. I'm not saying hold the guard. I'm not saying stall in the guard. Okay. I'm saying against people who are my same skill level, mm-hmm. I'm not letting you pass the guard. You can, you may pass my guard and we, you probably will at some point and mm-hmm. we will get in different positions, but that's my most important tool. That's like the, some call it the takedown of the ground, you know, where you assume, <laughs> where you get to control where the fight happens. Yeah. Is the guard. Mm-hmm. If you can't pass my guard, then you can't pin me mm-hmm. and beat the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. And if I can keep you in front of me and I can control the distance, I will eventually get on top and then I can attempt to pin you. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm dictating to the best of my ability where and what's happening in the fight. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll accept that. I just think, I think there's, I think it's important. I think all of that's important. I think that, I think that certainly um, trying hard against someone who's your same level is important at some points. And I just believe that those points are whenever you're doing positional sparring and not rolling. Okay. So, so let's bring it back to other things. What, what, because we've all experienced it, right? What the blue belt blues or whatever, whenever, whenever you hit what you perceive, what some people perceive as a plateau. And we've already discussed this and there are no plateaus. It's just doing things that you're terrible at and being worse because you're doing things that you're terrible at, but getting better at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some other things that helped you through those moments of blue belt blues or I, I don't, I've never even been close to thinking about quitting jujitsu, but that's, I don't think you have to think about quitting in order to be bored. I think it's just being uh-huh. bored and frustrated because things don't work the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. So what helps you get past that? Just trying more. Just keep going and trying it until it works. It eventually works. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But try different stuff. Don't do your, your same A game all the time. That makes it fun. Not much of an A game if it's not working. That's true. So maybe figure that out. Figure that out. You change things a lot. You uh-huh. know, some people like to work on stuff until it's until it's worked. You like no. to change positions. Change every two your weeks. Move of the week. Every every three times a week. Every two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks. Three yeah. times a week. That's yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah. You 
you, uh, other than footlocks, you have not really ever liked anything for very long. Open guard. I like open guard. You know why? I like half guard. Do you know why you like open guard? No. Because it's fucking limitless and there's no like, yeah, there's no, it's not a move. It's not a position. It's like, I know. yeah, it's, there's untold amounts of things you can do. It's never the same. That's why, that's why the guard's the most thing to, fun thing to do. Yes. It's that's the that's it the is. most fun part of the game because it's so changing and dynamic all the time. Like it's very rarely like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's why you like it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So what do you do? What do I do with what? The blues. Hmm. Well, you know, BJJ Brick, they uh, they had the, I think it was six games that you play uh, with jiu-jitsu. And so, you know, on those six games, I can't remember all. I should have looked this up beforehand. I, but it is that you make everything a game, whether it's, um, whether it's you're only going to try uh, one escape or you're only going to try one pass, um, things of that nature to be able to make whatever it is that you're doing in jujitsu a game. And that is to play jujitsu and to make sure that you don't fall into that trap of doing the same old thing over and over again. Even if you have some success at it, that doesn't, that doesn't really matter because you need to get everything else where that one thing is in your game in order to improve overall. Yeah. I don't think you have to stop doing what's working. I think it'll just stop working because other people figure it out. Well, for sure. I mean, that's part of it, right? Is, is whenever you roll with somebody and they're like, Oh man, you did this. What, what, could you have done? And then you're like, well, Hey John, can you come say what you would have done? Or you, you've seen it. You've seen it. Someone else does it to you. You explain to them. And then that bring that elevates your game because you're then, you know, giving up the secrets to, and, and there are no secrets. It's just, you're just giving up the things that they can do in order to not allow those things to happen or in order to counter what you're doing. Yeah. So what else? Yeah, just keep going. That's the most important thing. You just keep going and then things start working and then it's more fun. It's not yeah. fun when nothing is successful. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but like when you're losing all the time every time, it's not fun. You have to you have to have some success or you're not going to like it. Uh, I like it. So then you're now even more making your argument null and void is that if you're only practicing the things for success, then you're not doing all jujitsu. I don't understand what you just said. So, so what restate what you said there? If you never have any success, it will not be fun. If it's not fun, you will not do it. Yeah, but you're going to have success with people that you're better than all the time. If those people exist. Well, if you're a blue belt, those people exist. Debatable. How? 
Go back and listen to all the podcasts where I was bitching. People walk through the door, they weigh 100 pounds, not even, they weigh 50 pounds more than me. I can't do anything. Can't do anything. Yeah, but... That's that's frustrating. Okay. If you don't have success, it becomes not fun. The only way to deal with it is to rely on experienced people to help you through that. Mm. There's a reason you don't just beat the crap out of new people. Yeah. So those people help me get through it. Not the people my same skill level. I fought the people my same skill level. People who were better than me guided me to figure out how to get better so that I could continue to fight the people my same skill level and have some success against them. I tapped more upper belts letting me work than I did people my same skill level or even new people for a long time. Mm. Because I couldn't. But those little successes are what push you to go back and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But it, you can't realize that when you're just losing all the time and it sucks. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of people who can't do anything to new people for, it's like I'm half joking, but like what's the difference between a white belt and a blue belt? And for a long time in blue belt, for me, nothing. There was nothing different. Mm-hmm. I knew what to do. didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't get the hip bump sweep, you were, you were done. You're screwed. <laughs> and it's frustrating. Or that cross-collar joke. Yeah. So, and, but, yeah. And, and the sweeps were like the hardest part for me because sure. I didn't understand. I still struggle with it, but like I didn't understand off-balancing and like where weight needed to be on top or the bottom. Like that took a long time. Mm-hmm. To kind of get an idea of like when I might fall over or like what I need to think about. Um, and then being able to control or try to control where we were, whether I was on top or the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's super, super irritating. But I don't know. Like you just kind of have to. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's like something John said a long time ago. Like he thinks everybody should train. And shouldn't quit. But if everybody did that, then being a black belt wouldn't be very special. Yeah. So most people are going to quit. Um, it is what it is. I think they're wrong. But mm-hmm. like if you stick with it and then it becomes a lot more fun once you are able to kind of play with people. But that's that's my big disagreement on, and maybe I'm not wording it well, saying that you shouldn't fight against people at your same skill level. I might just be wording it wrong and it might just be, we had different experiences because most people, my same skill level are also bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I I've think- grappled with children. It's very easy, <laughs> you know? So like <laughs> Kramer, if, I, if I was bigger, I feel like my perspective might be different. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I had to fight harder against people who are my same skill level because they were also probably most times bigger. Yes. And things are yeah. changing now. So yeah. maybe that's just like uh that just, because uh, I'm getting jacked. You are getting jacked, yeah. Um, I'm noticing many more people are normal size now in the gym. Yeah. Where before it felt like everybody was a giant. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of There's a lot more sizes, people yeah. around my size now than it feels like, or it felt like there used to be. Yeah. I Yeah, I think there are. I feel like it used to be like me and Shannon. Yeah. And Joey. And then Joey grew up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so like. But even Joey's not that big. But I feel like the majority of people when I first started were like 200 pounds. 
No, I think you're. I think there has been a, a different now. Mix. Now yeah. there's like I feel like I can go to an open mat, and totally most agree. of the people I roll with are within twenty pounds. Yes, which is would agree. Amazing would. and much more fun for me. Yeah, I think that's just the growth of the academy too. Because I I also feel that there's also more big people that I can go with. You know, so that's yeah. just the growth yeah. of the academy. Like that's that's probably it, yeah. It, you know that the not that not that there's. Not that, but you, you've got more people your size, and I've got more people my size because the academy's growing, mm-hmm. right? Which is a fan. That's yeah. a fantastic thing to have, and and that's what you're going to experience if you're in the right place. They're doing the right things, and 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 have the the right culture that comes from top down. Also, I like I like winning. Like I like competing. Yeah. So like that probably is perspective difference between us. Yes. I hate losing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, for sure. I, I was that way. I think until one or two stripes on a blue belt, whenever I finally realized like that's, it's not serving me to, to, to just, um, get on top and stay on top. That's, that's not serving. That wasn't serving me in, in getting better at jujitsu as a whole. Yeah. You, but um, it is different experiences, and that's that's what gives me the appreciation for. Yeah. For and my also counter argument would be like, but you can't do it to everybody. So if you can't do it to everybody, and if you can't do it when they know it's coming, it doesn't matter. Like you can't really do it. If it, you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, but the percentage gets smaller and smaller of who I can't do it to. Mm-hmm. You know, as as you get better, so it's. I, I do you want like. Do I want to work a late defense with someone, a, a, a white belt or a new blue belt, or do I want to, or whenever I have to work a late defense with someone way better than me, I don't know what to do. I'm going to take the option of working on that late defense a, a lot sooner with people who I can figure out where I go wrong and then, and actually get the gist and the timing of the move. And then whenever I'm in that spot, I try it and I see, oh, that's why it failed is that this, this specific thing at this time was not there. And that's what they're doing to say, all right, no, forget it. You're, you're not going to get out of that late defense. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on. Well, me escaping in a Kimura from like a brand new person versus you. Uh-huh. It's two different things. Yeah, but with my with my wrist when it was hurt, you could escape Kamoras all the time from me. Yeah, they were pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now it's fine. I'm all good. Um, awesome. So let's see. How much time we got? Yeah, we're about there. One thing I like that they pointed out uh, that Steve said at the seminar was how the back was similar to like the open guard, like when he was pushing away and, and moving with his hooks and his feet and stuff. Yes. I like that a lot. And we went over that stuff again yesterday morning and I'm trying to push away and I was trying to ask the question, but I don't think I was wording it right. Cause I was getting, uh, I was getting an answer, but not to the question I was trying to ask, but like of when, when you want to push away, when you want to like hug and stay close. Cause like my default is like just hug like a koala bear until I can get a choke in, you know? 
That's right. Because you're closing distance when you're attacking, you're making distance whenever you're defending, but you're not defending the back. You're defending them getting out of the back. Yeah. And so that, that like he, he's been doing a lot of, um, like a dog collar in the grab yes. in the back, like right behind my neck on the gi and just Great pushing control. me away. And then he's, it just slips right into that choke. It's right there. Yeah. And there's so many more openings when you're like moving them around. Cause the head's like bobblehead. Um, yeah. So that's just like a, it's like a whole new, um, level to the back that I, I want to play with next. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like that. That's how it was worded. Cause it like m- makes sense. Um, so it's just something I want to play with, and I was I was happy we went over that stuff again yesterday, so I could try it a few more times, and uh, and look at that, and then spend some time on it. Uh, so no, I wish I would have been there. That was it yesterday. No, it was, it was yesterday morning. Oh, uh, I went to the morning. Wait, the, not the advanced class. The yeah, yesterday morning, just the jujitsu class at ten. Tuesday morning is. Thursday morning, Thursday morning. Sorry. Yesterday's Thursday, Thursday yeah. Morning. Yeah. Okay. I went Tuesday morning and you weren't there. Yeah. Tuesday morning. Work is getting in the way of it's not um, really an acceptable morning excuse. training. And then at night, there was a wreck out here. So I couldn't get the evening class. Oh, really? Oh, so pissed. There's so much traffic around here. It's I was so pissed whenever that happened. Yeah. Uh, but I did do Nogi last night. That was fun. It was a good time. All right, Phil, tell the folks out there how the. They can support us if they choose to do so. Yeah, just stick with all the sponsors. Yeah. Joe Rogan sponsors. is sponsoring ADCC and Gordon Ryan this year. Another That's famous a, podcast. I forgot. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, I saw, uh, saw the <laughs> He's got a few downloads. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, pass, share, share this podcast. People are new. We're, uh, and you know what? Go to the uh, Facebook group, put in any topics you want us to discuss. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. Well, if you're not out there doing something to be, make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Right. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, that's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.